How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's 2 p.m. in Memphis. Giannato and Jeffrey time. Get off the fence. Live on Memphis's sports station. 92.9 FM ESPN. Today, it's special guest host Justin Moore with Brad Carson on 92.9's Giannato and Jeffrey show. Yes, mixing it up for the holidays as we uh, roll through some vacation time here on 92.9. It's the... Uh, Fifth day of the vacation now for some of us, but uh, Jr. Morris here in studio. I'm Brad Carson. What's going on, Jr.? Hey, dude. This is my first time on the Giannato and Jeffrey show. I'm, I feel like I'm kind of like the Ryan Hollins of ESPN. You are not the Ryan Hollins of ESPN. <laughs> no disrespect to Ryan Hollins. I love Ryan. He's so nice. You've done. Have you He's done actually, every show on this station? Oh, I have not done uh, Calkins. I've done every other show. Well, if you want to do it tomorrow, <laughs> give that a run, too. Uh, yeah, JR, of course, is uh, the lead singer from Ingram Hill, always uh, online at JR More Music. Got that right. On Twitter. Yep. Uh, I enjoy his Monday concerts Thanks, very man. much on Facebook. You can follow him on Facebook. He's everywhere. I'm everywhere. There was a moment stuff. where you couldn't. I, I was like, you're almost not labeled to follow me on Instagram. As what was that about? Two days ago, it got deactivated for impersonating a celebrity. Well, and then you had, I saw you replied or something and it activated back for you? Yeah, the, you know, like when they, you know, any kind of customer support thing you get, yeah. the, the email address is always like no reply at yeah. whatever. And it was, I got no reply if Instagram email. And then also, then I got like a face, one from Facebook that was in Chinese. And so oh I just gosh. replied back to both of them and said, you've made a mistake. Um, I am who I say I am. I'm not impersonating anybody. And within a few hours, both of those email addresses <laughs> replied back to me and said, oops, oh we deactivated gosh. you by mistake. And then uh, several hours later, out of the deal, I got a blue check mark that now I'm verified on Instagram. <laughs> you are Instagram verified, so not just I'm back. In, not just back. So wow. what, I was impersonating cool. myself, and then and I wasn't well, famous enough, but now apparently I am. I'm glad you're here. I'm um, glad I'm here, too. People have already heard me for two hours with various <laughs> guests. Uh, this morning we had Jason and John, of course. Uh, Jason Smith's going to join us at 2.30. Of course, he was uh, talking a little bit about what's going on with Derrick Rose and big news at, at the, uh, you know, the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah, a, a lot of stuff happened over the weekend yeah. and in the long holiday week. Uh, uh, you know, that, mm-hmm. I guess not really having shows until today. Yes. I feel like a lot happened with the Grizzlies and all just the NBA. Yep. And then the list will do at 3 o'clock. Uh, my, our buddy Christopher Gabriel from Fresno Morning News, who's uh, KMJ, does radio out in Fresno. He's going to join us later after 3.30. But right now I've got him on the phone. I, I had him on hold for a little bit here. Uh, Jeffrey Wright joins us. Jeffrey Wright is uh, live. Look at this guy. On, on, on his vacation from Austin, Texas. Do I have that right, Jeffrey? Yes, uh, Justin, if it makes you feel better, I feel like the discrepancy between your level of fame and the other Justin Moore is very different than my level of fame with the other Jeffrey Wright. <laughs> I, I didn't know there was another Jeffrey Wright. Who's the other Jeffrey yeah, Wright? The, 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 actor. Oh, the actor. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is a big one. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like, that I mean, is I'm a big sure, one. I'm yeah. pretty sure he's won an Oscar. Yeah, he's yeah. Definitely been multi- he's definitely been like, nominated multiple times, but... Yeah, I mean, the reality is, shouldn't who was who was your agent at the time? Why didn't you 
you should have had justinmore.com before he did. <laughs> I know. He should he should have been like you should have been doing that thing that uh the uh, predatory people on the internet do where they just go and they buy up URLs. They they and should make have him pay you. Yeah, see you can't the thing is I definitely I'll be honest with you. I definitely looked into this. You can't uh you can't inco- like uh get a copyright a name, an actual personal you name. You can't copyright a name. And so oh. when he first started playing um, it was around. Damn. It was around the late 2000s, and people were showing up to his shows, like in Nashville, thinking they were coming to see me. And then I get messages, be like, "Man, I just saw this guy named Justin Moore play, and it was just like me and his grandparents were the only people in the room. And I could have sworn I was coming to you, but this guy's wearing a cowboy hat and singing way different songs. And I was like, "Oh, that's silly." And then he got real famous. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, Whoa. it's not silly anymore." <laughs> so, how does that's why we drink? Because- <laughs> What's this hit? Or- I forget what his hit is. Oh, aren't you different? Aren't you different? Like, aren't you trademarked for publishing differently than Justin Moore? Right? Like, um, does it, is it like a publishing thing that's different? Some of it, yes. Um, to be and they, what's crazy is that they make the publishers make mistakes all the time. Uh, ju- that Justin Moore and me are both uh, BMI writers, oh. and I get songs from his catalog registered in my catalog all the time, and so I had to change mine to be. To change my name in there to be Justin Robert Moore, so that mine got to me. J.R. Moore. It, yes, and so I had to go. Through, I had to go my full name Damn. to make sure they got to me. And I still get songs of his. I'm like, I did not write that song. And I look at who the writer. I click on it and see who the co-writers are. And I was like, oh yeah, they made a mistake again. I've got one on both of you though. There's another Brad Carson. He's the president of Tulsa University. He's oh, really? a senator in Oklahoma. That's fantastic. And they, it's the people online will bitch at me, and they're like, yeah. what you did with the legislation at the house is bogus, and you know it, Brad Carson. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, uh, Brad Carson one is that guy. Is that guy? Yeah. There's a there's another there's a there's a Silicon Valley guy who is uh, also a Justin Moore, and um, he is his email address is very similar to mine. Yeah. And I get his emails. I get the Google mess up with you know like if Google if you put in dots in an email address, yeah. it they don't really register the dots oh, all the time. Okay. And so I get like. His DoorDash and his stuff he signs up <laughs> for his kids, like when they send him emails about, oh, we have your reservation, or field day is today. And I'm like, uh, this is not the school my it's kids It's probably high-end stuff, though, if it's like a Silicon Valley. Oh, dude. yeah, totally. Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Wright's on, online with us here. Uh, Jeffrey, how's the vacation now that you're on the radio again during it? Uh, is everything good? You can't get away. How, uh, when's the last time y'all traveled, uh? Uh, via via the uh, the big bird, if you will, um, airline travel. Two days ago, and it was a disaster. Are we getting worse as a society, or is it like we just didn't do it for like you know we we basically didn't do it for two years, and we just forgot like and when you get out of the rhythm of it. But I mean, I gotta tell you, the other thing that's amazing about traveling with your wife. God love her, and she's at the pool, so I can say this. Um, <laughs> the the emotional ability of a female to simultaneously have nothing but fear and anxiety of missing a flight, yet also at the same time hoping if we do miss the flight, it's my fault. It's second to none. Yeah. I I don't understand how they do it. It 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 never ceases to amaze me, but it's it's. It's just unbelievable. And we got, I swear to God, the Memphis airport, it is like peak at 6 a.m. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I swear if you fly out at 1030, it's way better. I've never seen any other airport like it, but it's like at between the hours of like 530 and 7, the place is just a madhouse, and it's just, just the worst. And we have just gotten to where the rules on airplanes, like there is just no sense of decorum. It is just no. a free for all. I think, I feel like with the pandemic, so many people in all walks of life just did, you know what? F it. That, <laughs> I agree. In in like everything. And it's, and it's, and it's in, on. In pu- it is on. Yes. In public politeness in, oh, and yeah. just having a uh, couth and just like your everyday, like this is just not how you act in public. And also, People who work places, just like incompetency, incompetency uh, in the workplace, just for apathy, for like, listen, I, you're not going to speed me up and I don't care because I don't need this job. And I feel like it's going to take many years to like, for the correction curve to happen of like, when we get back to people take pride in their 
actions and and words themselves and themselves right. in public. I think it's, it's going to your, be a while. To your point, so last night we I'm, I left my dog at my parents, and my parents live in Germantown, and I don't know if y'all oh, follow the boy. weather. I know oh, I know yeah. y'all live in Germantown. Yeah. Uh, so that. It's that a war storm. zone right now in parts of it, Jeffrey. I did, yeah. Like I don't, not literally, but figuratively. Like the trees, so it are, looks rough. It's it's rough looking. That storm basically just hovered over my parents' house yep. for like an hour, and so it knocks out all the power and everything. And as we were going to my parents' house, my uh, low fuel light came on, and so I'm like, "All right, well, I'll be fine. We'll just get gas on the way back home. We'll be fine for tomorrow." Well. I mean, poplar floods, everywhere lost power, internet. I had to go to, like, five different gas stations. And to Justin's point, like, I finally got to one place where I'm like, here's 20 bucks. I just need it on, you know, you prepay it. Yep. She, she takes the money. It gets approved, everything. And then this other worker next to her is like, system's down, system's <laughs> down. Can't do anything. Can't do anything about it. It's like, can I get my money back? She's like, systems down. Oh. As if like that was some blanket, yep. like blanket explanation that was just gonna, that was just gonna somehow be satisfying to me. And it was just, mm. it was, it was so miserable. It took two hours to go get twenty bucks worth of gas. Mm. It's, it's it's pretty incredible, actually. It's pretty incredible. I mean, I don't know how if your flighting flight to Austin was fine. I almost understand why the Memphis airport is so busy then because we don't have any direct flights anywhere, so everybody has to fly early to catch a connection. Now yep. that makes sense. They said ten thousand um, flyers last Friday, but that and it's was been busy. We, uh, I will say, we I had a show in uh, in kind of rural New York uh, over, on, on Sunday night. Uh, yeah, yeah. We so some of us flew out of Memphis. Zach flew out of Wisconsin, uh-huh. and um, we were supposed to be in Newark, New Jersey, just just before one o'clock. Plenty of time to get to the sure. show. And uh, I left my house at five forty-five a.m. And uh, we were late to our show that night at seven fifteen. We rolled up. It's the most throw and go we ever did. We rolled up at seven twenty-five. Walk straight on stage uh. to start playing a show. All of us, because not only did we not fly to Newark, we got rerouted to JFK. Zach got rerouted to LaGuardia. We had to, we had to get Whoa. a ride from JFK, pick him up in LaGuardia, and then drive to our show in uh, just outside of like Scranton, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Jeez, well, the but other it was a disaster. Is, nice. It's a fourteen-hour flying day or travel day. God, just to play a show. I, Brad, I can't remember when you moved here, but Justin and I are from here. Like yep. we were. Justin and I grew up flying Northwest. Yes. We were yeah. a hub. We had freaking 300, uh, 300 departures a day. I swear to God, it was more easy to navigate the airport when we had 300 flights a day rather than, I don't know, what do we have, 75 now? Yeah. Yep. yeah. Like, and, I, I mean, I guess, I guess Justin's right. I think the problem is it used to be all the flights to all the destinations spread out through the day, but now it's like if you're an American Airlines person, you're either flying to – Dallas, you're either flying to DFW, Charlotte, yep. or uh, uh, do we have? I don't know. If we do we have the Miami one? But it's like DFW, Charlotte, Denver, or that's you right. know, oh, that's United. Sorry. Yep. And then same thing with United. It's like O'Hare. I'm sorry, Americans O'Hare, DFW, Charlotte, United's O'Hare, Denver, Houston, Delta's Atlanta, Salt Lake City, Minneapolis. But I I don't know. I just feel like it is. Like I, they've done a great job with the airport, but it's just like yeah, the airport's great. Yeah, the the, the new addition is nice. Now, if you're like most of us, you, uh, I drive to Nashville, um, and I've done that when I've had delays. I've done that for workarounds. Like I'll just, um, uh, you know, you, if you got to make a flight on a connector, you just yep. go to. I've I've gone to Nashville I've several times, but I'm I was here in 2004. So it's almost been 20 years for me. Like uh, I was doing shows with with Ingram Hill yep. at the Buzz, you know, and yep. these guys are flying out doing Rock Boat and doing shows all over America, and you could get a direct flight anywhere. Anywhere. It was and, so. Great. 20 years ago, you could get a direct flight out of this airport anywhere. Anywhere. And, and almost any time. Remember, R.C. Johnson bragged about it. Yeah. That was our I selling used, point. I used to take red eyes from L.A. to Memphis. Yes. Yeah, All the time. I, I, had five, I had five flights a day to college. Yeah. yeah. I could take – I could. you remember, Justin, you had the 6 a.m.? Yes. If you wanted to get there at, like, 8. Like, say, like, you, like if you were, yep. you know, working, like, yep. that was great because, you know, you'd get there at 8 a.m., you could have the full work day. You could do like, – there was, like, a nine 9.30 that we got you there close to noon – then there was a noon that got you there in the afternoon. Then there was like right. a 
3.30 or a 4, and then there was the night one. Like, we had five flights to get to L.A., and then now, I don't, do we even, I don't even think we have the L.A. flight. I don't anymore. think we have no. an L.A. flight. No, no, I don't think so. I mean, you can get to Vegas anytime you want now, right? Uh, I mean, who could forget the greatest international flight of all time? Memphis to Amsterdam. Uh, oh, that was, that oh, was a solid that was a good, good run oh, there. That was a good run. Yeah. Oh, Smoke them if you got them, run. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jeffrey Wright is on uh, with us here on 92.9 FM ESPN, host of the Giannato and Jeffrey Show. So uh, we'll, we'll make it quick because I want you to get back to the pool with your lovely bride, Jeffrey, and uh, thanks for your time. Uh, Jason Smith's going to join us next. We've got some other guests in the second hour. But uh, this is a pretty easy show because it's pretty one-dimensional, and it's all around the big uh, signings for the Grizzlies uh, over the last week, and that starts with uh, Derek Rose is coming back to Memphis. Uh, I think it's a, a fun PR story, but everybody that I've talked to today says this is more than just um, you know sort of a feel-good signing. What say you? So my instinct somewhat educatedly is, this is, I think this signing is about Ja, and I believe that Derrick Rose falls into the category of somebody that Ja would listen to. And I think if you look at this offseason, the way that I would pretty much like define it is it's all about putting the pieces in place for Ja, and now it's basically like, hey, buddy, this is your team. Like, we're putting this all around you. We're giving you – the best chance for success because I think a big problem that the Grizzlies discovered last year was the amount of people that Ja is, you know, open to listening to and to taking advice from is pretty small. And my understanding is Derek Rose very much falls into that category, but I, I don't know. I mean, it seems to me the only thing that was a little weird to me was, I, don't, I felt like I felt like there was a little bit of an overcorrection and too much of a oh man, what a great thing that Derrick Rose is just going to come be this like fabulous mentor and whatnot. It's like I don't know, maybe, but like I, I don't know, like that doesn't. I've never really gotten a sense from Derrick Rose. He's like, you know, Professor Rose, step into a, step into my office and 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 let's listen. But Same. I think right. You know what I mean? Like, and it's obviously from a, from the, the fields perspective, like I get everyone that's super fired up about it. Like that's, that's kind of fun, but like, I, I don't know. I, to me, this, that of all the signings, I, I, I get why it got the attention, but I think it's the least significant. Do you think, I, I, I don't, obviously I don't have the inside track on this, but I have, it's never, I've never heard people report like that Derrick Rose is this amazing locker room guy and like this big and like a vocal leader. Like I feel like Vince Carter was that guy and everybody yeah. knew it. But I never heard of like – and maybe he is. Like Obviously, no, and, he's, and he's a grown man now than the last time that I – you know, when he was here in Memphis, he was a yeah. kid. And so, and so maybe as being an adult and he really is that. And so I'm not going to necessarily doubt that. I just have never heard it before. And so I don't. Uh, but if if they say think Ja will listen to him because honestly, it outside of injury, it's kind of a similar career trajectory that that is. You know, I feel like Ja gets a lot of Derrick Rose had he sure. not gotten hurt. Well, and let's be clear, Derrick's problem that he overcame way worse than Ja's that he just overcame. In my opinion, I don't know about you guys. 2016 oh. rape charge coming to mind. That'll do it. Yeah, yeah. No, they're not even the same category. Not even close. Do. But, like, to be clear, like, I agree with Justin. I've never heard about, like, Derek being, like, this amazing, like, inspirational locker room figure. I've also never heard, like, he's a bad uh, locker same. room. Yeah. Like, I, he yeah, always, like, I, I, I've always thought always, he, Sorry, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I just said the same thing. I always thought, heard, like, thought that he was just, like, this kind of quiet, do-it-on-the-court yeah. kind of guy. And maybe that's the example that they need to lead. But, uh, like, Ja is the opposite of quiet uh, do it on the court guy. He's doing on the court guy, but he's also very loud about it. And so I just wonder if that maybe it is. And if I hope it is, I hope it's there that that's why they're bringing him. And I hope he can also contribute on the court because he's. I mean, as far as like being a point guard and at least a backup point guard, I, I he seems certainly still functional at doing that. I would think. I mean, and honestly, maybe exactly what we're talking about is the example that they're hoping. You yeah. know, hey, you know, because. I think we saw – it felt like last year, like, this team has always talked in the John Morant era, but it did feel like last year got ramped up. Like, yep. 
it felt like the you know we went we went on the uh, the volume knob and we turned it from like a six to a ten, and so maybe there's the idea of hey let's let the play do the talking a little bit more and then I can see where Derek uh, becomes you know a valuable uh, a valuable soundboard, but I mean I still think the bigger deal is you know hey you got Desmond Bain and. It feels like we're kind of with Dez's contract. Don't y'all feel like we're similarly where do we are in the NFL where every time a quarterback signs a deal, everyone freaks out, like overpay, overpay, overpay. It's like, I don't know. It's like that seems to me you had to ask the question, do you want to re-sign Desmond Bain? And I think if the answer was yes, it feels like, okay, well, this is kind of the price. It seems to me the option was if you wanted to get the fifth year, you probably were going to have to go to the max to get the fifth year. And while maybe that seems like a steep price right now, during the course of his contract, the new TV deal is going to kick in. Presumably the salary cap is going to go up a ton in the next two years. And that gives you a fifth year, a fifth, a fifth year with Dez at a number that maybe is, is not as significant. But I think to me, like when I think – when I define this off season, to me, it's the off season of, I think they've established that this team has this next like two to three years where you've got to maximize all you can get because Jaron's contract is the way that it was structured. It was a good, it's going to be a good deal for the Grizzlies for the length of this contract, but it's also going to perhaps make it a little more difficult to re-sign him. Uh, you know, when it gets to that point, and to me, it's like, all right, here we go. It's like this this three years is going to kind of define how this entire era goes. That Des thing kind of reminds me of when Mike Conley got his big deal and everybody freaked yeah. out. They're like, I can't believe you're playing Mike Conley that. But there was about to be a new, uh, like a new deal, TV deal. And so everybody's contracts are going up. The cap was going up. And it just at some point, it kind of just becomes the price of doing business. Like, do you really expect the team – to always strike gold on every young player or inexpensive player. They, like, do you really think they're going to get Desmond Bain production every time they like, get a cheap guy or draft a, uh, you know, a rookie late in the draft? I like, think LaRavia has already it, proven how that, just, that they're inexact science. Yeah, it just doesn't work that way. So like, at some point— LaRavia, whatever. you got to pay—yes, you, you got the right guy, and you've had however many years he's been with us, three, four years, yep. uh, Des, Bain, yeah. uh, of being like— You've got he's underpaid because he has been uh, such a value at that production. Well, at some point you got to pay somebody. You can't just keep like not paying guys and expecting them to give you doesn't Bain production. So well, and, I, it and doesn't bother me. To that, that point, that money. Jr. and Jeffrey and Jeffrey Wright, by the way, on the phone line. I was surprised he didn't get the max kicker too with the super max. That's a win it, for the Grizz. I think that's a nice miss there because that could save yeah. you forty million plus, right? Oh well, it can save you a ton of money, but also I think that potentially could have been a. That could have been like a, a, a tightrope you didn't really want to walk because yeah. what if you get into this situation where Dez becomes your highest paid player because, you know, he makes right. an all-NBA team in a year where maybe Ja didn't. I mean, we already know Ja's not going to make all-NBA this year. So, like, and then what if it, you know, you get into a situation where Dez becomes your highest paid guy. But I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm with Justin in this sense. If we're going to distill, if we're going to somehow evaluate every single offseason move by was this a proper financial investment, well, almost all of these signings aren't going to make sense because at a certain point it's like determining the level of production versus the amount of money that something's worth, well, that's always going to be out of balance. But the problem is, like, that's not really a fair criteria to me because it's not like, okay, if we don't give Desmond Bain this contract, we're all of a sudden going to go find a Desmond Bain equivalent. <laughs> like, right. For right. $50 million cheaper. Like, it doesn't work yeah, that way. Yeah. There's an opportunity cost. Like, you have Desmond Bain under control. Do you want to keep him? If you want to keep him, here's the price. Yeah. And, like, look at – I mean, the reality is to me, like, you know, people can, can make fun of Houston or whatnot, but, like, Dylan did just go get $20 million a year. And that's Dylan. Yep. And is there anyone that would put Dylan in the same category as Desmond Bain? I no, don't think not so. Not even close. No, no. And so 
it's just a, and and Justin's right in the sense of Mike. Mike was a free agent the year that the new CBA kicked in. They had to spend 90% of the salary cap. And not only did the new CBA kick in, it was the, the first massive TV deal. So all the money went up. And it was just like, hey, he happened to be a free agent at the exact right time. Like Versus Steph Curry, who when his contract came up the first time, he was dealing with the ankle. And, you know, it, it winds up he had to like take a little bit of a cheaper deal. But that deal did allow them to get Durant later on. But it's just kind of like, you know, timing does matter in all these things. But I just kind of get sick of the whole, uh, did they overpay, did they not? Because I just don't think it's – I don't think this is like going and buying a stock where you can sit there and if you don't want to pay for Apple, like you can go buy Amazon. Right. You you don't have those options. Basically, your option is – do you want to keep Desmond Bain? Yep. Yeah. That's, and to me, like that, that drives, you know, obviously the price is yep. going to be higher, but I also think part of the reason why he got the max was I think they said we'd rather gamble that Des is going to be really good. And this will probably give us a little bit of a cheaper value in year five. Well, I mean, if you look at the guy, if you look at the deals, like you brought up that, uh, the Dylan deal. And if you look at deals around the league, that are of guys who are getting $100 million deals, $120 million deals, and you're like, okay, that's cheaper than Dez's contract, but are they anywhere close to, like, do, do you want that guy over Dez? And the answer is, no. I feel like unequivocally, no. no. And so, like, again, mm. sometimes well, he, like, he's earned at, his money. Look at, Tyler, look at Tyler Hero and then Jordan Poole. Right. Well, with the Jordan Poole deal, the, the Warriors just basically paid, I don't know, 25 cents on the dollar just to get rid of the deal. Yep. And Miami's trying to shop hero for anyone that will take him. Does anyone think that the Grizzlies after 24 months are going to be doing the same with Dez? I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. His, he has done nothing but improve every year. Oh, and I think he was playing hurt like worse than we think. I think he was shot up. I yeah. think they got the surgery done in the offseason. I don't think there was much lift. I think we saw that in yep. some of the playoff games. I think the best is ahead for for Bain, and I'd buy stock. I, I've always been. A big, I agree. Big I think winner. it was a good. I'm, no. I'm happy they did it. Yeah, it's uh, it's two thirty. We've spent thirty minutes with you, roughly. So uh, I'm going to let you get back to it. Get back to the party, Jeffrey. Uh, we'll try to keep the lights on here in Memphis, um, and then we'll have you on. Hopefully tomorrow you'll be from the golf course. We'll try to get you back on. Okay. All right, it's chips and guac time, apparently. Oh, dig that. Nice. I'm a little jealous. Is there wine or oh, drinks yeah. with it, too? What were we pairing it with? Uh, hopefully there's a uh, something with an umbrella in it. Oh, for very nice. I like Fruity that. drinks. I like that. A man like me, uh, no judgment here. No, okay. none at all. Oh, yeah. Jeffrey, thanks, brother. All right, guys, be good. You See got you. it. Jeffrey Wright, the host of Giannato and Jeffrey weekdays, 2 to 4 on 92.9 FM ESPN, when he's not on vacation. When he's not on vacation. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that is the voice of J.R. Moore, who's in studio. I'm Brad Carson. What up? Uh, we've got the list coming up at 3, a smorgasbord of topics that we'll just create. Oh, that's a good word there, Brad. That's the word of the day, the smorgasbord. <laughs> um, Christopher Gabriel will join us from Cam J. He's great. Uh, he is always good him. on everything, including yes, like conference expansion, some of the stuff they're dealing with out west. But next... I want to ask Jason Smith uh, about this Isaiah Thomas tweet, which in the past 45 minutes, John Morant has retweeted and chimed in on. I saw that. What did John Morant tweet? We'll talk about it next with Jason on 92.9. I'm Aaron Hawksworth here to help you beat the books with BetQL. Justin Steele has dominated the first half of the season. The Cubs starters lead in the majors with the lowest ERA at 243. He'll take the hill in Milwaukee tonight, but the BetQL model thinks the home dogs are live. BetQL has Brewers plus 130 on the money line as a four-star best bet. I'm Aaron Hawksworth. Bet smarter, beat the books. Download the BetQL app today. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Giannato and Jeffrey broadcast live from the Red River Toyota Studios. Check out Red River Toyota in Wynn, Arkansas. This hour of G&J is brought to you by the Next Generation 10G Network. Only from Xfinity. The Giannato and Jeffrey Show on 92.9 FM ESPN. Today, it's special guest host Justin Moore with Brad Carson on 92.9's Giannato and Jeffrey Show. 241, we're giving him overtime today. He is the host and the co-host of Jason and John. 11 to 2 weekdays here on 92.9. Fresh off of being in Chicago, we got the Bulls theme song going on. Sounds like Chicago was a good time for you. I, I got to say, Jason, I was impressed, and I've got JR here in studio. I think we were impressed with the smoke picture, and I don't want to try to you know single you out for being a smoker, but it was more how cool the photo was of you and the Black and Milds marrying that smoke with the smoke that was coming over from, I guess this is Canada coming into the Chicagoland area? Yeah, uh, in terms of air quality, I guess the last week I haven't checked on it, uh, but this past week was, you know, Chicago had the worst air quality in the country at one point because of, again, those Canadian wildfires are blown down. I was just doing my part to to add to the haze there and uh, trying to be artistic in my shot and learning, uh, uh, you know, trying to show. In fact, when I take those, Brad, those ones where I try to be true, true artistic yeah. uh, value there, I, I always think about my uh, a photog, photographer mentor. His name's Mark Weber. Works over, great one. Works over the Daily Memphis, and I've always considered him the best. Got a chance to work with him for several years on that Tigers beat. And so when I think pictures, I'm always trying to impress my guy, Mark Weber, and I think uh, hadn't been able to send him the shot yet, but I'm hoping he's going to be truly impressed. Up. Artistic value, adding to the haze there, uh, more so than snitching on myself or smoking there. But the, uh, right there at Navy Pier, ah. a place I'm sure you've been many times, Brad. Yep. Yes, yes. Well, as always, blame Canada. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, what, that's, that's what we do. That's what we do. It was, it was kind of weird because even on a, on a clear day like we were last week there before the rains came in, um, yeah. You know, you, you the sky wasn't blue. It was literally a haze of, of sort of smoke. So it was weird to look at, and especially as it applied to the to the skyline that day. But no, Chicago was good to us. We were still able to get out and about, didn't slow anything down in terms of what we were able to do. And just hate that I, I missed my Cubs getting a win on Friday. Other than that, good trip. We're going to be back in October for a. Uh, Bears Raiders, man. Looking forward to that. Look at that. I know we've yeah. got important John Morant and, and Grizzlies news and the Javon Quinterly news, but you brought up the Cubs. So real quick, and then I'll get off of this because I don't want to talk about baseball. However, it's depressing as a Cardinals fan. <laughs> how awful are they? <laughs> so let's just, bad. Let's just, that's it. How awful are they? So bad. They are freaking no, I, terrible, Jason. I actually, I mean, I feel, I feel you, your Cardinals, I feel for you because this wasn't, I mean, it, it was oh. not supposed to go no. like this. No. Um, no, and, and listen, I'm the Cubs fan. That you know, it's, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be the guy that kicks you when you're when you're down like oh, that. But I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit up here and, t- and tell you that I don't take, you know, a little bit of, He's not little not bit of joy kick you when you're down. you guys struggle. <laughs> in a year, you should have won the NL Central yeah. going away. And so, yeah, in terms of biggest disappointments in baseball, yeah. I mean, you guys, you guys are right on up there. 
I, I wish Wayno would have hung it up last year. I'm also uncomfortable for him at this point because he has to suffer through not only his own disappointing season, but this team of clowns that are not performing oh, for him, uh, particularly from – you guys, yeah, so I mean, dependent on terrible. him at this stage of yeah. his career. I know we hit him around pretty good back in London, but yeah. I, don't, I don't know what his record is at this point, but I can't imagine. He's, for as much as you guys are asking of him, it just feels like it's – it's misplaced. You can't ask that much of a dude his age. No. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. Like what yeah, is, exactly. He's supposed to be, like, you know, your fifth starter. <laughs> and, like, oh, it's awesome. He's still playing, and yep. he's still pretty good. But, you know, we can hit the ball, so it's fine. If it, and they, they don't do any of that. It's awful. Nope. Not at all. Not at all. And I'll leave it up to Brad to explain. In terms of the Cubbies, though, it's still <laughs> rebuild city. You know what I'm saying? And it's 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 a, it's more losing than it is winning, but there there are a couple little young pieces that you that 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 I like. If you're Cubs fan, you can tell yourself, it's, okay, here maybe two three years down the road they can put something. Back. This will tell you how bad they are. He's three and four now. Granted, his WAR is minus one and a half, but he's not even the worst they have to offer. That's how bad they are. Like they just are. Uh, Cardinals are are, are terrible. Uh, Ali Marmol, I just saw, is 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 the favorite now to get fired in the second half of the season. Uh, co-favorite, yeah. it looks like. It's just. And you're a Cardinals fan, right, Jr.? Yes. Yeah, I mean it's it's painful. Yeah, it's depressing is that that nobody in the Central is even all that awesome. Oh, it's like that's what I'm saying. You guys should have run away with this. Absolutely. Like and it, they, they roll up. if they're not in, if you're not trying to be bad, but you're this bad, there there is a dysfunction somewhere. <laughs> yes. Like what is uh, happening? For sure. Uh, let's get on to the task at hand here. It's 2:45. We're on Giannato and Jeffrey. Jason Smith is on the phone. That's the voice of Jr. Moore. A lot of voices here. A lot of voices. Um, Isaiah Thomas tweeted earlier, and you guys talked about this on your radio show, Jason. Uh, watch what type of season Ja has next year. With D. Rose connected to his hip all year long, once he gets off suspension, he will have his best season yet. That D. Rose presence, going to have him on some MVP-ish watch. And now, just right at the end of your show, as you guys were getting off, John Morant, who was not active on social media until last week when they signed D. Rose, and he had a whole, like, uh, they clearly told him because he had a web graph ready to go with his picture on it. Uh, you too loud, OG, Ja tweets. They're going to feel me for show. It's and great. he has the Zen Buddha, you know, like the sensei. I like listening to you quote <laughs> John Morant Not as bad tweets. as Hawkins, is it? Uh, <laughs> um, oh, man. I mean, do you think that this is the solution for Ja, Jason? Listen, I, I, I was, I'll say this. I, I, I guess I appreciate more John Morant reaching out to a Jake LaRavia who's had a tough first summer league game is getting criticized and says, hey, don't worry about the media, more so than I do with him sort of co-signing with what Isaiah Thomas is saying here that I'm, I, I'm due for a big one. You know, to keep it down because it's about we're about to hit him with it. That, that to me, and I mean, I, I, you know, I, 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 you can't criticize this too much, I don't think. I mean, it's not a sign to me that Jaw's about to make bad decisions, but I think more of the the former, the the being the guy that gives advice because you've been the guy that's been bothered by what someone has said, whether it's the media, whether it's a fan or whatever else, being the older guy that can tell Jake LaRavia that realizing, okay, this can be my position now, I think it's sort of the John Morant and the maturity, the direction we want him to be going. I, I don't mind him co signing what Isaiah Thomas said because you, you mentioned it. We talked about it on our show. I absolutely agree hundred percent with what Isaiah Thomas said, the fact that you're going to have a Derrick Rose who Ja absolutely idolizes, holds a, a great deal of reverence for, you're going to have him with Ja, not just hopefully you know, for whatever you're doing as a team, games, practices, everything else, the travel, all that, but hopefully off the court too. You know, Ja sort of run with his own pack off the court, literally, Devontae pack in terms of the guys he runs yep. with. And, and, and nights at dinner with Derrick Rose, one of his idols, you know, how much he could glean from those sorts of conversations about how, man, you know, I used to have it, you know, think this this thing was going to go one way. MVP, what, my third year in the league, thought I was going to take it over, thought I'd win multiple championships. It didn't go that way for me. Also had off-court issues, been sued, uh, civil suits, everything else. Been through a lot of what you've been through. Let's have a conversation. And so from that standpoint, it's, I'm more hopeful, Brad, I said this too on our show, that what can be gained from that, from the time that Derrick Rose spends with Ja Morant, just talking about basketball, about life, and the maturity that can come through that, hopefully, for Ja. Ultimately, we said it, Rob Fisher said it today on our show, and it's 100% correct, if Ja doesn't have those ears open and that heart open to receive, it's not going to matter who's telling him, but there's nobody more perfect to be a guy and sort of a mentor right beside him. you got Marcus Smart coming in there. That's another locker room voice and leader. 
But Marcus Smart isn't who John Morant looked up to as he's trying to get to the NBA and everything else. Derrick Rose is. And so more so from a basketball standpoint, what he can do for the 25 games Jaws out or uh, what he probably probably won't be doing come playoff time or anything else, it's what he can do for Ja off the court in terms of that maturation process I'm looking forward to. And so I, ja, ja co-signing it, hell, I agree with what Isaiah Thomas said, but, you know, low-key. You know, you know, you know, low expect, you know, give them low expectations and then you, and then you over deliver. It's sort of the way that most NBA veterans go. And so I just figured, you know, no, hey, you saw it. Isaiah's got your back. No, do you go out there and coast that? I, I, I want a job on social media that's, again, looking out for his younger teammates and everything else, if at all. But, um, listen, we're at a point now where, you know, this has been so, such a national story, so publicized, his mistakes, basically the same thing. You do it twice in ten weeks. I mean, the thing mo- more so than Derrick Rose or or the suspension itself has just got to be Ja looking himself in the mirror and saying, "This can't keep going the way it is." And so, when you throw all that in the pot together, uh, I just think it's it's a good thing for the Memphis Grizzlies in terms of adding a guy who I believe Ja Morant is finally going to listen to, and any bit of uh, any bit that he rubs off on Ja, anything he adds to Ja's professionalism and and Ja reaching the ceiling that we all believe is so, so high, then, uh, as I said, that contract sort of pays for itself. We talked, we touched on this a little bit in the first segment with Jeffrey, and I'll ask your opinion on this, too. Um, while, yes, I 100% agree with you, and I'm all on board on this Derrick Rose signing, and I think it could be great. Um, and the Ja co-signing that, that okay, like it's seen, it, it being his guy he looked up to, it seems like maybe that's the voice he'd listen to. Uh, and, and so that's also great. But do you... I, I, I've never heard of Derrick Rose being Mr. Wisdom or like Mr. Locker Room Guy, as opposed to Marcus Smart being Mr. Locker Room Guy. Like that's like the thing about him is that he he is a culture dude and he brings the culture. And I don't know that Derrick Rose isn't this, but I've just never heard it. And so, is there any, is there some sort of sort of indication that like yes, well, we'd love for his. Uh, being the adult in the room and maybe to impart some wisdom on Ja and uh, the mistakes of his career and the the positives of his career to impart that on Ja. Is there, I mean, does Derek know he's signing up for that? <laughs> like, do you, do we think that he's like, oh yeah, I can't wait to be a mentor, mentor or if yeah. he is like, well, just like, I'm just trying I, to stay in the league because I enjoy playing basketball, playing basketball. No, no, I think Derek knows what he's signing up for. And I think Derek Rose, who's going to be, I believe 35 come October realizes. How that is he that old, by the way? <laughs> yeah, he's crazy. So old. about to be 35 God. realizes that, listen, I, I'm not going to a team at this point to be the thing that puts him over the top. I just think he has to, I mean, he played, what, 25 games last year wasn't a factor for the Knicks, and that was while relatively healthy. It's, the NBA, there is no question, has passed Derrick Rose now in terms of where he's at in his career. He's, he's a, he, a, still considered a legend, but one that's certainly in the twilight of his career and so from that, at the end of his career. And so from that standpoint, I think he understands, and, and we don't know officially if he had other offers, whatever else, but I think he he has to. I'm sure the Grizzlies have talked about that role. Now, now is that Derrick Rose saying, "Hey, man, you're coming to be Big Brother's a job," and that's it? And him agreeing mm-hmm. to that? Probably yeah. No, I'm sure Derrick Rose has plans to show the NBA that he's still got something left in the tank, and particularly in these 25 first games that Jar out, whether he's backing up Marcus Smart or uh, uh, playing on the court with Marcus Smart as the starting point guard and Smart's over at the three. I mean, either way, I, I know he has designs on being a a, 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 a contributing member of the rotation, but I think he understands too that probably at this point in his career, the, the greater good uh, at this point is, 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 you know, whatever he can do for John Morant in terms of professionalism, and those kinds of things. I will say this, you know, Mark Smart is a locker room guy and he helped raise uh, the pups that were Jalen Brown and, and Jason Tatum. But one thing Mark Smart would also do would, would be, you know, call you out in the media. Whereas that's that's not a Derrick Rose thing, and maybe that's what the Grizzlies need, but yep. sometimes that would ruffle feathers. Actually, Mark Smart, great locker room guy, I agree with you, Jr. But sometimes his calling out of folks in that locker room would ruffle feathers. Now, re- feathers may need to be ruffled, especially yep. if you're not. I mean, as Jaron has said, you know, this is sort of a we got humbled last year. Need to come back this year with more of a business like attitude, and that's where I'm at. This season needs to be more about business and less about chirping and actually acting like you've won something. And while I think Marcus Smart can add to that, you know, I, Derek Rose in that locker room is not a guy who's going to go out in the media and say, "Hey, Taylor Jenkins ain't doing it right." 
like Marcus Smart did with Missoula last year, or say, hey, these, mm-hmm. these young dudes, they yep. don't get it. I think Derrick Rose, for the most part, is going to go with the current and with the culture, and I'd be more worried about sort of a smart ruffling feathers, and again, maybe he needs to, than, than I would Derrick Rose. So I think, I think he understands it, and I do think he probably, I mean, maybe he even sees it the way that we do, in time. and that's why I can't wait to hear from him in terms of the way this could be hey, full circle on a career, I'm coming back to a place where I'd had an estranged relationship with the city because of the way that my time ended at the University of Memphis, and this is me coming back full circle and not just hopefully being a productive player for the Grizzlies, but also giving back to a guy, I bet you, if you put, if you sat Derrick Rose down, he'd tell you he sees a ton of himself in John Morant. Do you think Derrick Rose, his jersey becomes the best-selling bench player's jersey in the history of the Grizzlies? <laughs> oh, because dude, I do. It's going to go through the it's roof. Gonna it's going to be through. The, the that arena will be filled the with Tigers it. Time. Mm-hmm. I know, and John said it, and I, you know, my, my, my initial instinct was to, you know, we have a three-hour show, so push back a little bit, but his point was, man, all these kids, no, everybody, no, huge. we're all going to run out and get the, and, and I'm just as giddy to do it because that's the other part of the story, Jr. It's, it's it's okay. What can Derrick Rose bring? But I think the the more fun part to sink your teeth into is sort of uh, my partner said it best: healing, possibly yeah. this healing mm-hmm. process of Derrick Rose in Memphis. Him being hopefully introduced for the first time as former University yep. of Memphis player mm-hmm. Derrick Rose. Everything that could happen from that scale. Derrick Rose watching the Tigers this year yep. in Lori Walton yep. with Penny watching that team. That's a Memphis sports story that's probably going to end Crazy. up being bigger than any impact he's going to have on the floor. That, he, that he's wearing 23. My wife sent me a – we hadn't oh talked about gosh. this. My wife sent me a text yeah. last night. She said, um, you know, you, you're buying uh, – our son's name is Carter. She goes, you know you're buying Carter a uh, Derrick Rose Grizzlies jersey, right? Yes. And I said, exactly. when you say Carter, did you mean Justin? Because I'm going to be getting us both <laughs> You one. too. Me too. No, that's going to be a hot And one. that was a text from wives and from uh, – That's exactly yeah. right. Kids. All yeah. over Memphis. Exactly right. It was like D. Rose, an exclamation point. It was sort of a wave all through Memphis as that signing happened. And yeah, man, that part of the story, I'm just as excited to see unfold as, as I am what happens on the court and what happens yep. in terms of I hope it, I mentorship hope it of Ja. Well, and it is connected to the second story that I want to bring up, and we're talking to Jason Smith on the phone right now. He's the host, co-host, Jason and John, weekdays here, 11 to 2, gracious enough to come on with us here to kind of jumpstart the week as we fill in for uh, Giannato and Jeffrey. That's J.R. Moore. I'm Brad Carson. Hey. There's all the voices. And uh, the question would be, with Rose coming in, I mean, the interesting thing is that Desmond Bain's already sort of been a uh, another secondary recruiter for the staff. Today they have Javon Quinterly, um, who's visiting Memphis. So Javon is in that that tour of the facility. He's getting the spin from Penny, and it's a good one. But then you you got all this, this rumblings about Derrick Rose coming back to town. It just seems like the perfect storm, and everything I'm hearing says Javon Quinterly is going to be a Memphis Tiger, potentially. Yep, I think most believe that Penny Hardaway is not going to lose a second uh, Alabama point guard uh, to an NIL deal or because of what uh, some other school offers, and Jaden Bradley being the first, actually, who uh, Javon Quinterly split time with at point guard last year at Alabama. Here's the second Alabama guy coming in, and you realize how important piece this is. As, as great as the Derrick Rose story is, if you're talking about impact for a team next season and what it can do on the court, like the addition, the potential addition of Quinterly, the likely addition of Quinterly at this point, I mean, he completes. Brad, Brad, if if mm-hmm. they get DeAndre Williams eligible and yep. they have Jordan Brown, mm-hmm. and I don't care if it's for half a season as he tries to get a, a, a eligible for his academic mm-hmm. stuff and get graduated officially, if they get Quinterly, that's as complete a team as we've seen around here probably since the Cal years. Yep. Uh, I'm just saying, for, even with Kendrick Davis and DeAndre last year, it was, okay, what are you going to put around them? Yep. And will these role guys like McCaddens be enough? And yep. ultimately, they were not. You, you talk about a starting lineup no that's doubt. got Quinterly, bona fide point guard, yep. who isn't going to be asked to score in the way that you were asking Kendrick Davis to also run the team but be the team's leading scorer. You needed that because of the way the roster was constructed last year. You got Quinterly at the point. You got jo- uh, David Jones, Big East uh, 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 stud last year. Mm. You got Caleb Mills on the wings. Those are two scores. You got DeAndre uh, Williams next to Jordan Brown. I mean, that is every po- and they are so old in the best way. And and then you would still have if yeah. if that would be the starting line, you would still have a guy who's mocked in the second round of next year's draft on Tiafale Lenar from MTSU yeah. coming off the bench. And so yeah. I, I don't want to get too giddy about yeah. this because we've been here before, where you've gotten number one recruiting classes, and we've probably sensationalized it to a point where 
listen, you, yeah, Memphis got to get past the first weekend. It's time now. That that's where we are. Yep. But uh, in terms of putting something together on the fly, in terms of at one point this offseason, you thought Mikey Williams was one of the centerpieces of this team and that you would be dependent on him. And if he couldn't get to Memphis, oh, man, what's the season going to be? He's completely – Penny has completely flipped the script in terms of roster. And now you go into the year, again, if you can get Jordan Brown, if you can get uh, uh, Jordan eligible, if you can get DeAndre, where you're probably talking about a top-20 ranking. Yep. Going into the season, that was that was not the case last year until the end of the season after they beat Houston. They were ranked there for a week. I think Brad, you'd have sort of that you'd have that preseason hype and and sort of buzz and feel again that wasn't there last year. Uh, but we saw last year's team ends up being pretty good. I think this one would have the hype and probably it would certainly have the roster to back up the hype. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So if they get Quinterly. Uh, I consider it a, a, as complete a team as Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models like the tech-filled tucson and kona as well as the spacious palisade enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with america's best warranty and three years or thirty-six thousand miles of complimentary maintenance but hurry in these deals won't last add more joy to your journey at the hyundai getaway sales event now get zero percent apr or up to 1500 bonus cash on the hyundai tucson now during the hyundai getaway sales event Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.